Hello, everybody. Uh, DM Seth here, and uh, hey, Jacob. Oh, what's your favorite candy in the candy shop? Uh, I think my favorite. I don't. I'm pretty sure this is like North American wide as a candy, but I always like the Wonder Bar, like chocolate bar things. Those things are so good. I don't. This is like it's got nice peanut butter, nice like caramel. I think. Uh, but I like I like that thing. <laughs> Your favorite? Don't even remember what's in it. If there and but but if 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 I want to get real down and dirty, uh, mm-hmm. those like yeah, fake yeah. tasting banana things, <laughs> you know, that are like packing peanuts. I shove them down. Oh, the um. What man? It's not, those... it's not the texture; it's the taste of the fake banana. Oh yeah, the worst. It's yeah, it is like a packing peanut, isn't it? Like those it tastes like, like a marshmallow, pink or not pink, yellow, and they're like hard foam. And you Are you talking them? about peeps? Uh, no. no, not even close, Connor. <laughs> it's I you think it's get just a called banana mold. candy. You Are get you, a... Oh, like okay, I know what you're talking about now. I don't think you do because you thought I was talking about peeps. Literally, yeah, just type second, in but banana I, I, candy, and it's right there. Well, yeah, since I, yeah, since we already know, because uh, he, he seems to have already mentioned it, uh, Connor, what's your favorite candy in the candy shop? Uh, man, favorite candy, classic, uh, just like a milk chocolate, like dairy milk bar. That's I all I want. Say peep. <laughs> what hey, vanilla? You're gonna say a peep. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a straight up plain Jane on that one. Like, just man, just some good quality chocolate. None of that like cheap Easter crap. Like a nice, good quality chocolate bar. Hey, just man, chocolate. Mm. Sometimes, mm. sometimes all you need is the melody. You don't need the superfluous. You know, the candy shell or the peanuts or the caramel. I get you. Hundred percent. Like your, I like the other what, ones. Like what? I'm a fan of O Henry, but like if I'm talking about my favorite, oh, just. You know, yeah, but milk chocolate can can like that's like a wide net to cast there, Connor. Like what it, what company? Well, it, I said like, dairy milk. Dairy, you're gonna anger a lot of people when you By say the quality. Way. <laughs> when you say quality with that, damn it! <laughs> Look, like Lindor, like a Lindor chocolate. Is that closer to what you're thinking? Oh, Lindor. Oh man, actually, just classic Lindors are also mm, really good too. Yeah. Connor, make up your mind. What do you like? Look, chocolate. Just quality <laughs> chocolate. That's really chocolate. all it comes down to. But you just but you Ch- said dairy milk is quality chocolate. <laughs> it it is compared to a lot of the other cheap crap you get. Dairy milk is cheap crap. <laughs> I don't I don't know. No, it's not like the pure like dairy milk chocolate bars are not like cheap crap, man. That's stuff. Yes, they cool. are. <laughs> Go get one of those if you, classic. If you look bars. on the back of that wrapper, you can see it's anything but pure. Well, if you look, yeah, at, you go, I went go to get look at the classic in the milk chocolate. Go ahead. I went to Switzerland <laughs> and tried milk chocolate there, and I can. Oh, tell you. way to flex your wealth, Jacob! Oh, goes to <laughs> going to Switzerland okay. is flexing wealth. <laughs> well, yeah, like anyone Look, can do we're that. not all as privileged as you, Jacob. To anyone get a chance can do to that. Go. You can it's order actually, the chocolate from Switzerland, but anyways, it actually is weird because. I was, I was actually reading the back of a dairy milk chocolate like last week, and it said like chocolate, soy, cheap crap. 
So it was actually <laughs> yeah. experience, which was weird. It's it's weird that I read that and we're talking about it now. It's how things work out like that. It, it's weird they put that in there. <laughs> it's weird that I just happen to have photo evidence of the ingredients list saying just like, you know, cheap crap on it. I'm posting know? it on our Discord right now. Everyone on there, and, you can uh, see it live. If you want and, to join that Discord, join our Patreon. Hey. Yeah. Exclusive. Uh, and Adam, what's your favorite candy in the candy shop? Uh peanut butter o'henry or peanut butter kit kat uh strangely not big into reese pieces peanut butter but you seem to be a peanut butter man oh yeah peanut Peanut butter butter kit kat how does that work oh dude have you heard the good news so basically (laughs) they got a kit kat chunky which should definitely be called a kit kat crunchy but anyways kit kat chunky and they put peanut butter in that oh my gosh have you ever so, had Jacob? Do you remember those like Quaker oat like chocolate bars you'd have in like a school snack that had like pe- a layer of peanut butter in them? Yeah. Is this one of your quality things you've been talking about? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to help you understand because clearly you're not a man of culture. I I understand wow, the science the behind putting a wafer and then peanut butter on top of it and ch- pouring chocolate on it. To harden you over clearly time. didn't understand when he started telling you about it, so I just uh, thought uh, I would help. I I, I asked him to go deeper on because it's easy to it's easy to just say I like peanut butter Kit Kat. I want him to expand. I want people to get down to why they like things. Oh, and I'll also add tied with that is peanut M and M's, basically chocolate and peanut butter. Oh, I'm down for that. Yeah, besides Reese's peanut butter cups. I think they're a little overhyped, but like peanut M and M's. Oh my gosh, peanut Kit Kat, peanut O'Henry. Oh mon dieu! Don't you have a peanut allergy? No. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it every time. He just takes a bite of the chocolate bar and stabs another yeah. EpiPen in, and just like <laughs> <laughs> uh, closet full of pens. Well, if anyone was curious, my favorite is uh, just a classic Cradbury. Cream egg. Wait a minute, don't oh. you have an egg allergy? Extra cream. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Is that? Is that? No, the, it's not. It's not. I was gonna say. Is you just that wanted like, to say that. Is like cream eggs are so whack. I. It's. Yeah. It's I don't like, like des- them. It's designed to get like your. If you have a beard, you stay away from those things. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. Like there's no way you can get out of that without looking like you just ate like an abominable snowman. You got to like, one-shot that thing. Jacob, you know, I know we disagree on a lot, but I'm 100% with you on that one. You disagree hey, with me on things? Do you, did you guys know <laughs> uh, in France? Go ahead. No, in France. Go. In France, when it's Easter and they're handing out chocolate, everyone only gets one chocolate egg. Do you guys want to know why? Why? Because one egg is un off. It's a French joke. Oh, I get it. (laughs) Oh, that took me a second. Oh, Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Excuse me, I forgot I am. I actually don't have time to record tonight. I got to go. Yeah. I I actually have to sign up, too. I'm ashamed. Um, No, (laughs) my actual favorite chocolate is uh, Hershey's Cookies and Cream Bar. I don't know why. I like it. I like white chocolate. Conversely. Um, Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no. Go. Conversely, the worst one is... You know those like pink, yellow, and brown rectangular wafer cookies? Oh, yeah. They come in like a big box. 
they always leave like an awful film on the roof of my mouth. It's like you have two or three, and your mouth gets coated in wax. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Or something like that. I don't. You, they're like Lego blocks. They're seductive yeah. that way. You're like, oh man, I just want to build a palace I can eat, and then <laughs> it eats it back. No, not Nilla <laughs> wafers. Um, well, that's been this episode of uh, the Candy Shop, <laughs> where we talk and rate and review candy. You know, I I haven't looked, but I'm sure there's a podcast about candy somewhere, and now I want to listen to it. Um, we should crash in on that market. <laughs> honestly, I'm thinking we do a hard pivot after this season. <laughs> <laughs> Cheaper by the Funyun? No. Um, by the anyways, onion, not bad. we are a Dungeons and Dragons podcast for now. We promise we'll, we are. <laughs> we'll see. Well, at least for this episode, we're still doing that. <laughs> um, but let me hit you with a real quick recap. Uh, so last time, the gang had finished off Otto. Everything was over. Uh, and in the aftermath of the battle, because of the huge time wave, they noticed that, uh, unfortunately, some things and some wires got crossed, I guess. And there was a bunch of clones of the survivors. So the people who got reverted back, uh, there was multiple clones of them. Uh, they tried to discuss and debate with them and get them to understand the ethics of cloning as well as why it would be a bad idea for them to go back to the town. Uh, but they really did not care. And uh, they they just wanted to go back and, and see whatever family they had left and just return to where they came from. So on their way back, uh, Harry uh, came and scooped them up and, and took them away from the, the Man of Snow town before they entered in, warning them that there was some people looking for them specifically people from the flock this like religious balance uh group and the competition bureau which is also a balance group for businesses um but anyways uh harry helped them out uh got them to the sparrow their their airship in his cave and and made sure they was all safe gave them their reward the money cha-ching and uh, the gang flew off uh, towards the second grand treasure in the Shroom's Hair Desert um, to, to drop off Peterson, I guess. Uh, and on their way there, unfortunately, bum, 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 the blue flower returned and manifested itself in Darian's left knee and Peterson's right ass cheek. Uh, and they are currently unconscious. Uh, from the damage they were taking from it. Zippy, however, on the other hand, had just woken up from his dream where he was helping a little black ball with arms now, uh, this, like, Mickey Mouse-looking thing in the dream world. Uh, but he got woken up just as Viso was trying to enter in, and here we are. Zippy, you are in Darian's room. Peterson's on the floor unconscious. Darian's in his bed unconscious. Draken's just on the bedstand. Pepper's there with him. Uh, and Yogurt and James are kind of tending to one and the other. Uh, and they're all just kind of still freaking out because they both just went under. Uh, but Zippy, you left the room just as that was happening. And then they were getting damaged more because you heard clanging in the engine room part. Uh, and saw a little familiar Mickey Mouse black boot like the one from the dream world just go off into the dark of the engine room. What do you want to do? Um, are you guys okay? 
are you guys gonna be okay watching my friends there? I, I think I've seen someone mysterious walking down the hallway there. I'm gonna catch him. What? What are you, what are you talking about, Zip? Uh, this is real bad. I uh, We don't know what to do. If you saw someone, go get them. Maybe they caused this. Just, yes, just tr- that could be the answer. Just try and protect them while I'm gone. Just keep them conscious. Or or at least breathing. I'll, I'll do what I can. Zippy, go find whoever that was. Um. Okay, but just remember that Darian likes water room temperature. Always. And Peterson, he always likes to flip that mask up and down at least once every minute. To keep doing that, almost like a fan, <laughs> it might help. It might serve both purposes. Wow, shots fired! Uh, mm-hmm. I also want to know what Pepper's doing, saying in all this. Uh, they're just kind of like cowering and shivering. They're not saying much. Uh, but if they were to say something, they'd be saying. <laughs> and that's what I want. That's perfect. There you go. <laughs> and Zippy just hears. Uh, I'm scared. I'm scared. What's happening, Master? So you're going to do what I just said? You know, the fanning, everything? Yeah, I'm doing it right now. Up, down, up, down. Oh, jeez, I hit his nose. Okay, uh, sorry. Up, down, up, down. Open those eyes. He needs to see through it, even if his mind isn't seeing through it. Oh, gosh, how am I going to get my hand in there? Okay. I'll leave you to no, it. I'll leave it you to it. I walk it out and uh, and follow the Mickey Mouse foot. You go off into the engine part of the airship. Lots of pipes and valves and the occasional just like steam being released. And you're just walking through the dark, ducking under pipes and sliding between them. You have dark vision and you're scanning around, but you see nothing. And then clang, 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 clang. to your right, your eyes dart over and there's nothing. And then you hear... And you turn around back uh, and you kind of are trying to look through the pipes that you just entered into, the nest of them, to look back at the door uh, that was just creaking and roll a perception check. I had a 19. Okay, with that, you peer through and you can see the fully formed black orb with the arms and the legs. It still doesn't have a head, but you can see it's opening the door specifically to Norman's room. And it's trying to sneakily tiptoe into Norman's room. And then it closes the door behind it as sneakily as it can. Uh, I rush over there because all I'm thinking is I need to protect Norman. Okay. You move through the pipes again and get out and you rush in and open the door and opens up and you just see the black orb there like putting its hands on uh, his chest and it hears the door open and it kind of startles and takes its hands back and like backs up against the bed frame and and is kind of facing towards you. I run and try to kick him. (laughs) Okay, uh, roll to attack. Just roll to hit. Uh, That is a 10. It's it cartwheels out of the way uh, as you kick the bed frame and Norman's body kind of like flops a bit in, a, in the bed because you kick it with such force. 
uh, and it carts wheels away, and it's kind of jumping on the desk in the room, and it's kind of kicking stuff over as it's trying to avoid you. Uh, what would you like to do? Uh, keep trying to kick it. <laughs> uh, roll to hit again. <laughs> when there's a problem in front of Zippy, he kicks it. <laughs> Well, someone's trying to, like, he's doing something to Norman, and clearly he's the, the suspect of what happened to you guys. I'm just, like, trying to get him subdued as quick as possible. And the room's too small to use any magic. <laughs> Thunder wave! Boom! Boom! Uh, that is a 13. Okay, you miss again. It jumps and Jacob, you... Jacob, what you, the hell? You jump, and you're trying to do, like, a drop kick on it, uh, and it jumps over you, uh, clanging and hitting the little kind of, like, uh, chandelier, mini chandelier that's holding some candles in the center of the room. It swings on that and goes to the other room, and a candle falls to the floor and just puffs out, uh, and it's just kind of <laughs> moving stuff over, uh, and it just looks at you, Zippy, and it's trying to do hands, like, stop, stop, stop. Uh, it, to me, it looks like he's trying to use magic on me with his hands. <laughs> uh, and I keep chasing after him. Try another kick. Okay. Roll to hit. That is a 14. Uh, okay, you, you again don't hit. You uh, go to do another just kick and run at it. And it slides underneath um, the bed. And you go kicking into some crates that Norman had there. And you smash into one. And some of Norman's clothes that he wore uh, slip out. Uh, but it's underneath the bed now. <laughs> you're, you're fast. What's the matter with you? What are you trying to do, Norman? What have you done to my friends? You bend down and look underneath the bed and you just see it's down there and it's just going horns it's doing the horns near where its head should be it's just doing horns and then pointing at you and then horns again like it was doing in the dream world why do you keep doing that i don't know what you mean why are you pointing at me what were you doing to norman it just puts its hands together in kind of like a prayer position and then blooms it out, like separates and blooms it out. Horns and now like blooming hand things. Uh, You're coming with me. I grab his wrist or its wrist. (laughs) Uh, Roll, roll a d20. Uh, Just a straight up D twenty, like any. Yeah, just straight up, straight up roll or dex. Add dex to it. All right, that's an eighteen. Okay, you reach under and it's doing its horns again, and then you grab its wrist and it's kind of like slapping your hand. Uh, I drag him under the bed to the other side of the bed where I was. You drag him out, and he's out out from under the bed, and he's just still slapping your wrist and trying to like scrape his feet on the ground to get away and pull it out. Is there like a chair in the room? Um, there is actually, yeah, at the desk. Uh, I spin the, while I'm holding him up and, and dragging him, I spin the chair around and throw him in the chair. Okay, you put him in the chair and you're holding him there. And it's still like kicking. It's trying to kick your legs. 
I separate my legs. I, I dart my legs around and stop him from kicking. I just do a little, okay. little dance. <laughs> you, you, Mr. Hand Signal, whatever you are, you're going to do your hand signals awfully slow to make me understand exactly why I shouldn't kill you here. Awfully slow and better be the best hand signaling you've ever done. And in, you better make me understand in less than four hand signals. The whole thing. <laughs> That's a tall order for me, personally. <laughs> okay, go. Oh, you go. It's like, it just shrugs. And, and... That's one. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes, it points at Norman with one of its hands. That's two. Points at you with the other. Three. And then it just like does jazz hands as much as it can with being restrained. You just had to do that, didn't you? Make a fool out of me and Norman. (laughs) All right. Time's up. I grab a blanket from... And a couple of shirts from the the uh, barrels I hit. Mm-hmm. And then I wrap him up in them and tie them. Okay. You wrap him up completely. And he's trying to struggle. But you wrap it up completely uh, in these clothes and blankets. So he's kind of like kind of garbage bagged. Um, and And you're starting to secure it. Uh, I tie it. I tie it up. You do a double sailor's knot and shoof, good. And I carry him out of the room and I go back to the room with everyone else. Okay, you've tied him up. Uh, he, you push him out of the chair and and everything, and he's just all tied up in the the clothes now. And uh, you head towards. Yeah, Jerry's I carry room. him on my back like a little picnic bag. And okay, uh, okay. Uh, and I go over to the room. You enter into the room with the the picnic bag of a of a dream person, I guess. Uh, and yoga turns you and just while still fanning uh, Peterson with his mask, it's just like Zippy. What'd you find? Yogurt, look at this. There's an intruder, and I have I have no idea what it's trying to tell me. You need to help me out. I open you... up the the satchel. You slump it onto the the floor from your back and slump it onto the floor and everybody's attention is on it. And it just looks like a pile of clothes right now. And you start undoing and opening it up and it's empty. What? There was... I just felt him in here like two seconds ago. Oh, jeez. Maybe he has whatever these two have too, except in the head. James, I swear to God... You and your sly comments. Well, you're just parading around Norman's laundry. Jeez. Yeah, Zip. What are you? What are you talking about? What was it? Just, just, just quiet, quiet. <clears throat> I run back to Norman's room. See if anything's in there. You run back, and no perception check needed. You can tell nothing. Nothing's in here, and there was no way that thing could have gotten out. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to Norman 
And I'm going to look at the spot where it was touching the chest. Uh, sure, yeah. You you just scan Norman's body over, no check required, and you, you like even open his shirt up and stuff on his chest, and all you see are Norman's tattoos, the, the teal tattoos. Nothing Is else. there any anything different with the tattoos? Nope. I roll him over on his front. <laughs> He's rolled over on his front, limp. Any tattoos there? Uh, yeah, there's tattoos on his back. And stuff. Anything different? No, just just the. Well, you never really got a good look at his back when when he was with you. Oh, guys, he's a very but... strong man. Surprisingly <laughs> so, yeah. He's <laughs> got traps for days. Well, thank you, <laughs> Norman from the grave. Sip, are you okay? Who said that? Me, yogurt. Why are you? Are you? You might. Are you super tired? Are you feeling okay? Well, yogurt. I'd like you to just think for a second of what just happened, where our two crewmates just screamed in pain, and now they're unconscious and on Dora's death, and you're asking me if I'm okay. Uh. Let's think of okay. the situation for a second. Like, we almost just died. Well, you you didn't. They did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be quiet now. Okay. You scour the ship, see if you find anything else. Black in color, ball in form. Uh, But I'm kind of watching uh, Peterson. And then Pepper flies out and just says... I can do that. I can search real quick. Okay, good. Finally. I can search the whole ship. I can feel content knowing that spell wasn't a waste. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So you want Pepper to go fly around the ship and see if he can find anything? Well, within the ship. I don't think anything's on the outside too much, but yeah, whatever. You go, Pepper. I'm just trying trying to think. Pepper salutes and then just starts walking on the two hind legs, like, upwards, and just starts walking into the engine room and stuff. I'm stumped here without... Darian, would you say some some words of wisdom here or keep me on track or something? And Peterson would... Um, he'd say something, but then we'd move on. I, I, I... <laughs> 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 um... Oh, I I need, I need, I need something more in this situation. I rustle through my stuff. You rustle through your stuff, and you're just looking through your stuff. And for the rest of the night, is this what you're going to be focused on? Is just trying to find this? Well, I'm gonna use something I didn't think I'd have. I'd have to use, but I've been slacking recently. I need to go back on my prescription of ammo pills. <laughs> okay, okay. Yes, the the ammo pills. You want to take one? Well, they work. And they 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 helped my friends in the past, but I've just been so preoccupied with everything that uh, who am I talking to? <laughs> this is why this is <laughs> I'm just talking to the air. This is why I need to 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 have these pills. 
Uh, I pop one in my mouth and swallow it, and I try to console myself and zero in. You pop one of these multicolored cross-shaped pills into your mouth, and immediately, Zippy, you can tell the effects, and your brain just lights up, and whatever exhaustion or tiredness or even just drowsiness from just being woken up abruptly... Uh, hat on you it's gone and you feel laser focused and you start sketching out the 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 black orb and start detailing and trying to hunt down this thing and figure out everything you're trying to figure out the world's problems right now (laughs) and for the rest of the night you're just in work mode if that's what you'd like to do to try and hunt down this black orb thing or help darian or peterson what would you like to do for the rest of the night um yeah uh look around but also uh pace my body when you're supposed to when you have these pills you're supposed to pace yourself and also um not eat for about uh 12 hours at the same time <laughs> oh 100 <laughs> that's what the brochure says uh so you do that and the rest of the night you're working away james and peterson are taking care or sorry james and yogurt are taking care of darian and peterson uh and pepper's looking through the ship and dream world darian you've popped back in after your latest just faint um you are in here in the white space and you see page and you see talking to page is a familiar blue-skinned humanoid thing with wearing this kind of toga uh, and also has just uh, their entire face on their torso. It's Viso, the god of dreams. How did I get back? Viso, did you pull me in here? As I was saying, I don't know this game pick. Oh, hello! Darian! Ah, good to see you. Um, I did not bring you in here, no. You just come when you sleep. Well, that's the... Odd thing here, I kind of stopped sleeping uh, because of this, but I seem to have recently gone unconscious. Um, oh, that could do it as well, yes. Uh, is there... There wouldn't happen to be a way that you could send me back, is there? Um, not unconscious. If you were sleeping, I could definitely force you to wake up, but uh, unconscious is a different type. Oh. You want to give it a shot? Um, you're not gonna like it, but sure. Uh, well, yeah, let's give it a go. Hi, Paige, by the way. Good to see you. <laughs> Hi, Darian. Okay, uh, and the, the torso body blue guy comes up and he's like, Well, uh, before I do this, if it does work, um, I kinda need you to pass a message on for me. I wasn't actually looking for you or Paige. I'm looking for that, uh, the little one. Uh, Zippy? Yeah, what were you, uh, going to tell him? Oh, just to chat. It's been so long since all of us had a good conversation. What was that? Way before, uh, Turi and all that, right? Yes, that's true. And you bound us and interrogated us and Okay, well, if you make it, if you say it that way, it sounds like I... Sounds way worse than I remember. Well, I, I remember it being pretty bad, but... But I'm sure it all worked out because you are safe and alive. Well, maybe not for now. Who knows if you'll ever wake up from your unconscious state. But, well, Anyways, true. if you see him, tell him uh, to to take a little nap or something. I'll be waiting. 
that's that's all. You don't have any details I can give him. No, I I'd better do that myself. All right, well, all right, I'll pass well, that along. Uh, I'm gonna need you to close your eyes. Uh, okay. Okay, this is gonna. Okay, well, it's gonna feel weird. Okay, ready? And sure. then, you feel two fingers go up your nose, way <laughs> up your nose, <laughs> and and it's just like you're lifted off the ground from your nose, uh, and it's just going in, and you just feel it, and it's painful. And then they slide out, and you kind of fall to your knees. Oh, that didn't work, did it? Ugh. Oh my gosh! Wait, no. Maybe I, maybe I didn't get the right spot here. Do you want me to try again? No, please, no. I don't. I just um, I don't think it's working, and that's okay. Oh my goodness, you! You almost tickled my brain. Your fingers went so far up my sinuses. Well, technically, it oh. wasn't your brain because it's. Well, I'm, I'm not going to get into dream physics with you. We have a bad case of physics on this show, I think. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> I, I can't go through another post like that. Ugh. Well, uh, looks like you're going to have to wait it out, if that didn't work. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, okay, are you, are you keeping us company then, or are you leaving now? Um, uh, I'm going to be going. Uh, thank goodness you're here, because Paige was being incessant about a game, so I don't want to play. I've got better things to do. So, sure. uh, I anyways, one, pass that... Can I have one quick question for you in return for passing on your message to Zippy? Okay, sure, shoot. Uh, last time we spoke, you mentioned that uh, some of the gods all meet. As... Has there been much disruption since the fallout with Turi and everything that's gone on? <laughs> oh, you better believe it. It's been... it's been wild. People have been going off the rails a little bit, being more reckless, but, uh... Order will be all in... all in place soon, and, uh... Don't worry, I... I made sure to mention to Mir to make sure you guys were alive, just in case, so... Thankfully, he didn't kill you back then, too, eh? That was all me, so... You're welcome. I, uh... Well, I appreciate that. There was an odd encounter as... As he defeated Turi and... And left, so I... I guess thanks are in order for... Being alive. Oh, don't mention it. I just was fishing for it, but... Whatever. Um... But yeah, no, it's been it's been calm recently, but after that, yeah, definitely lots of talks, lots of meetings, lots of pantheon parties, you know what I mean? Is Tori still alive? I suppose he's not completely gone, but uh I don't think he'll be coming back anytime soon. So anyways, have a good sleep. And definitely uh, sleep more. I know I know you people like to meditate, <laughs> but I think that's that's bullshit. <laughs> you need a good night. Give me some dreams back and I'll consider it, alright? Yeah, maybe after I talk with the rabbit. Okay. Have a good night. And you see a door pop up out of the ground and Viso just opens it and walks through and goes to the other side and closes it and disappears. That's I still don't get used to looking at his face. Yeah, uh, I feel like he looks like a terrible painting Maui did way back when. 
just really like, like grotesque. Molly's a terrible drawer. Yeah, if she's drawing things like that, sounds like it. But now that you mention it, how are how are you and Marley doing? I haven't been in the dream space. Are, are you guys doing okay? How's yeah, my uncle? good. Oh, he's great. Both of them. Jesse too. She's the nicest, and we eat so many don donuts. Like, uh, well, I actually I don't eat any donuts. If anybody asks you about my donut eating habits, I haven't eaten any. <laughs> it sounds a little incriminating, but um, I don't think I'm in the position nope. to be telling anybody anything. So, no criminal activity here. That would be uh, maybe from Horquax, the thief of the night. My well, not my alter ego, but uh, if the donut's going anywhere, it's probably with that thief or something. <laughs> yeah, prob- probably. Are you guys coming back anytime soon? Oh, maybe. We, um, we're a little bit far away right now, <laughs> and we just have to, we have to drop off a friend and sort out a few things, and I think we'll come by Orem again soon. I need to, uh, I need to meet with Callard. Okay, well, let me know when you guys are coming back, and I'll make sure to have at least some donuts left for you, okay? <laughs> I appreciate that, but uh, I don't think I'm oh. going anywhere anytime soon. Hey, hello, you're back! And you just see a black orb with Mickey Mouse legs and arms just like kind of walking slowly, like they're tired, and they're just walking, and they're like waving a little bit. What is that thing? Oh. He, he's just been a wound. I don't know. He keeps growing limbs. It's kind of cool. He plays games, though. He's pretty good at them. Okay. Uh, well, hello, Orby thing. You know, actually, after talking to Viso with his whole kind of deal, this actually isn't that bad. It just keeps walking forward, gives a thumbs up, and then just lies on its back like it's just <laughs> tired. Um, does it have a name? No. I just call him Orby. Well, it's nice to meet you, Orby. And it just, like, gives a, like, okay symbol with his hand. (laughs) And then slumps his arm down to the ground like he's tired. Well, he seems to have had quite a day or evening or... I don't know what time it is. I got knocked out. Well, since we're here, uh, you want to play some games? Uh, sure. What kind of games? Well, I got some, uh, Wibble Wops, some Scooboodles, whatever you fancy. What did you play in the Feywild? Um, we, well, we had this one game, uh, called Stones. Uh, it's where you would, uh, take stones and you would see how far you could throw them. It wasn't uh, super original, but um, we had a lot of forest and open space, so I mean, we we tried to use it, you know? Well, let's try that. Uh, I have some shoes. Let's do it with shoes. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, and then we'll make Orby go fetch it. He doesn't look too tired, right? <laughs> yeah, Orby, you're fetching. Okay, let's go. And you guys start throwing shoes and, and playing, <laughs> and it goes like that until... You come to eventually, Darian, and you wake up in your bed with just a cold, wet towel on your forehead, 
and you see James is kind of just like half sleeping and like just has his arm perched up like his elbow in your bed and his hand against his face to hold his head up but he's like kind of napping and you look over and see Peterson you're also waking up with a towel over your head and and yogurts near you you guys have come too and you have two HP each can I move Uh, yeah you can I rip off the blanket and look at my leg you rip off the blanket and it startles James awake and you look at your knee and you see a little but the the stems or roots of the flower that were like spreading across your leg are not there. There's just a little kind of little bud with a hint of blue in the center on your knee. Oh shit. Oh. Ta- oh, we messed up. Tarwan, uh, you are well. Uh, uh, I, I'm sitting up. Uh, I w- wouldn't exactly say well. Do you have one of these? I looked down at my legs. Does my butt hurt? Uh, kind of. Yeah, it's a little sore. Same with your knee. Not brutal, but your butt has the same thing. My butt hasn't hurt this much since my initiation as a shaman. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna ask. Um. Oh shoot! Kid, kid. Kid, you're awake. Oh, thank yeah, goodness. Barely. Um. You too, Peterson. How are the two of you doing? Hello, fishy uh, one. I, uh, don't really know yet. Uh, because I apparently got a new tattoo. And I gesture to my knee. Yeah. We noticed, obviously, that. We were trying to stop the spreading, tying ropes to cut the circulation off at, like, your leg, but those roots kept going until eventually they just calmed down, it seemed. And then we just tried to stabilize you and keep you as comfortable as possible. I, uh, I fear that, uh, the only thing that's going to stop this is some other kind of magical means. And... It's very dangerous. And the only thing that I've seen that might give us some idea of how to block it was something that Gilbert had when he was buried. And look, this is way beyond my knowledge of any kind of magic or arcana. I think we're going to need to try and find more information. I agree. We can't go on if you keep having certain uh, spells like that cast upon you. But I'm glad you both are doing better. We were lucky that we were safe on the ship. Something like that happened during a fight. That could mean the death of all of us. Uh, DM, is there a mirror in this room? Uh, there is a little one, yeah. I am a little table mirror. I am definitely going to inspect my ass, uh, as as I do every <laughs> Look morning. At that ass. As I do every morning, uh, and I'm just going to lower my trousers and just just to confirm that I have the same or a similar tattoo. Yep, you look and you can confirm it looks pretty similar—a little bud with a little blue center. Um, are they identical or 
uh, yeah, like, are the tattoos identical or do they look unique? They look somewhat unique, not sh- like they're not completely identical, but they're definitely of the same breed. Okay. Um, do I recognize this kind of magic or this kind of symbol anywhere? Like, I know that Karen had one, but do I recognize now that I'm in like a calmer state of mind anything about this in terms of its like magical roots or anything? No pun intended. We'll do a. Uh... Do an arcana check on that one. Okay. 24. Okay. You can tell this isn't like any magic you've ever seen. However, you do recall in the wizard's tower uh, with your previous mentor there um, that there was otherworldly types of magic. uh, And specifically, there is types of magic that can connect things and connect people and kind of act like curses. Um, so you think maybe it could have properties of that, but you've never heard of something that does this or this amount of damage like this at all. Okay. I'm going to say, first off, I'm going to stand up out of the bed. Or I'm already standing. I'm going to say, yogurt, can I have my mask? Oh, yeah. Here you here you go. Use your fan. Here you go. I'm tired. Thank you, very one. I'm going to tie it back up. Uh, but leave it up over my head. And I'm going to say, Tall One, the only things I know about magical sigils like this is that it is likely a curse from what we can already, that much we can already deduce. But I do believe that we are connected in some way and probably also connected to Karen, where we saw the origins of this. <laughs> you say Karen, uh, and just as you say K, you get a buzz. And you can see in the mirror, or you guys can see behind him, just his ass cheek, like, roots immediately thorn out, and 40 damage. Okay, goodnight. You face plant. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Fudge! (laughs) Okay. Good to know. Um, don't talk about anything incriminating. Got it. Um... Yogurt, where's Zippy? Oh, jeez, Peterson, are you okay? Yogurt's running and like, oh, come on, he was just good, he was just good. It's yeah. You can see the thorns have activated, but they're slowly like receding uh, and and going back in slowly. Yeah, looks like it's got some kind of defense mechanism. That's gonna pose a problem. Yogurt, where's Zippy? I don't know. He's like uh, at the wheel or something. I, I I don't know. I haven't really left the room. I'm gonna go find him, and I'm gonna like toss on a robe, like just kind of and like kind of stumble out of the room and and go looking for Zippy. Zippy, where are you? Uh, at the helm. Okay. Um, you make your way up to the top deck, and you can see Zippy's behind the helm. Zip. Darian! Hey. So glad to see you! I, I yeah. How are you? You must be feeling a lot better. Um, I've, oh, I've definitely felt better than this. Oh, I think Darian, big... that, your time will come. Your time will I come, think... just like mine has. <laughs> Although, I'm not quite where I want to be. I'm so, so proud of how far I've come. 
You know, I can't believe the difference either after taking one of my pills I just did last night. I barely recognize myself. You took more of your ammo pills. Yes, and I'm going to continue to push myself outside of my comfort zone, Darian. To do the things I never thought I could do, because I want to be happy. And I want to be the best version of myself. Good. Um... I'm so... I'm so grateful for all the people in my life that continue to show up. Zippy... That have been so supportive. Look at this, please. Oh, what's wrong with your leg? Um... I think it has something to do with some of our previous experiences in a cave and a weird big snail thing. Well, I don't know much about that. I I can barely remember anything beyond my life from yesterday. Zippy, I I need you really hard to try and remember. I, I can't give you more details. Peterson was awake a few minutes ago and he said too much. And he's now unconscious, so I, I need you to work with me. Okay, there here, was... let me just have one of my green smoothies here. One second. I like to put one of the pills in. It makes it so I don't have to um, put on any, any like, unnecessary fat or anything. Okay, are those <laughs> pills addicting, Zip? No, they just work. They work, okay. and that makes you work hard. And I work hard for what I do. <laughs> okay, um... That sounded a lot like a sales pitch, and I really don't think that's the time. Um, Are you interested? No, please. Not right now. Come on, you'll be a gentleman, just like me. Please, Zip, focus. Uh, Do you recall who we met in the cave? There was a watcher. He asked us some weird questions. Uh, I mean, I guess. We meet a lot of weird people. I feel like the whole robot arc kind of overshadowed that whole experience. (laughs) Well, I'm trying to bring you back to it now. We were in a cave, the three of us. We met the, I think they're called Watchers or Seers, I don't remember. I don't think it was Observers, was it? No, that's, that might be Fringe. That's a, oh, that's a some other show. Okay, <laughs> look, do, do you remember we, we sat there, we drank tea, or we had some uh... drink on the table? Well, at least Peterson and I drank it, and then we got, the thing happened, and... Please tell me you remember. I mean, yeah, I remember. What's the issue? I, I don't understand. What What's going to be remembering this have to do with I your think leg? the result of that encounter is this. Okay, think... you could have just segued to that. I, I understand. I, I need to make sure you're following, Zip. I'm following. I... I'm listening to you. Okay, you did, that was not very clear. Um, <laughs> look... Darian, I, don't I think know. you need one of these smoothies. I'll make you one real quick here. Okay, I don't know what we can do about this, and it's really dangerous. It knocked me out in a few seconds. It just knocked Peterson out twice. Well, I mean, can we cut it off or something? I was going to ask you, actually. I, at your current skill, do you have the ability to regrow limbs? Uh, no, that's uh, two levels away there, Darian. I'm not as amazing as you think I am. Dang it. Okay. Um, the only other thing that I can think of in our experiences with this was, if you recall, when we 
uh, were burying Gilbert, he had some kind of magical artifact on his leg that seemed to be stopping something like this. So <gasps> I do you think I you're going to go reason- the way of 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 him? I mean, he was murdered by May, so I hope not. Is fate going to um, come up to you? It's going to get I you, mean, Darian? It fate? It could, it could. I don't know. Maybe is your is arc over with the whole... Right now. Is it because you 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 finished, like, you you had your moment, like, a little bit ago, and now anything could happen to you? It's like, <laughs> it's like in life, you needed to get to that one point, and now it's like... Everything else you do, it's going to be boring. Maybe. But I still think there's more of a story there to tell. But anybody could go at any time, Zip. Well, I can make sure your story never ends. Here, have one of my pills and I can (laughs) make sure that your story is just as interesting as mine. I think I'll pass for now. Um... You hear the door to the helm room open and in walks on two legs, Pepper. Oh, I think that's opportunity knocking, Darian. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Pepper walks in and sees you, Darian, and runs up and hugs your leg and just goes, Cotolo! Yeah! <laughs> what? Does Pepper sound and, like and, Jabba the Hutt? And uh, you hear, <laughs> Zippy, you hear, Oh, no! Master, father! Thank you, you're back! Oh, I'm so worried. Oh, and Zippy, I didn't find anything. That's okay. What's okay? I looked a lot. Really hard, like literally hours, and the ship's not that big. I know you did. You did your best. What did? But what it did got they hard do? to sniff things because of the dust. Because I think we're getting near somewhere sandy, and it's well, he's getting in my nose. You're right, Pepper. I haven't opened the windows in a while, and I've been driving with, with my soul. Let's see what's <laughs> you. <laughs> Maybe I you... should open these windows. <laughs> It is just kind of like a glass dome, but you open the window, and I guess you've been looking out across the front of the ship, because the helm is at the back. It's kind of like pirate ship style. Uh, But you look down out the window, and you can see you have passed over the Free Plains area, and it has crossed over into the Stroom's Hair Desert. Beneath you, you just see waving, washing sands, and these massive dunes, and you can tell... You're probably about three hours off from the second grand treasure or where it was on the map. And that is where we're going to take a break. Hello, everybody. It is me, Seth, coming at you with another mid-roll. What else? What else happens here? but mid-rolls. Well, let me get right into it. The first thing on my agenda today is to thank a very special person. I've had quite a few of these over the last few episodes, and this one is no different nor less special because it is for you, Julia. Yes, our newest Patreon member. All of you. And, And also, I should say, this is for a specific Julia. You know which Julia you are if you're receiving this. If you're another Julia and you're listening to this, go away. This isn't for you. It's for Julia. Not you, Julia. Back off. Um, 
But seriously, thank you so much for becoming a Patreon, patron, patron. Man, I'm so bad with calling it what it is, which is, I think it's patron, patron, not Patreon member. Either way, thank you for becoming a patron. And uh, if any of you out there are interested in also joining our Patreon, we have a few cool tier stuff. We have some new bonus episodes right now uh, that were led by Connor. It's about the Silver Blades. It takes place in this world and everything. So it's all fun and games and uh, there's an old man and a, and a tiefling and a, a beaver boy, and it's a fun time. So if you want to become a Patreon member, you can hear that and also get some lore and some other goodies and going to keep putting content out on there. But uh, if you want to support us in a non-financial way, like with no Patreon, you can do it by following us on Twitter, following us on Facebook, uh, giving us reviews. Yes, give me those reviews uh, on iTunes or Podchaser or anywhere. You could review me and yell it to the sky. Actually, don't. Not the sky. Your friends. Yell it to your friends because word of mouth is good. But uh, reviews help a lot. Um and other than that, if you don't want to support us, fine. And the next stuff on my agenda here is to tell you when the next episode is coming up, which is... Ugh. Can you tell I'm doing this late? Can you tell I'm recording this little mid-roll pretty late at night because I don't have my glasses on? And I'm an old man and I can't see the numbers. And it looks like the... Oh, dang. Next episode's coming out June 2nd? What? May just disappeared. Uh, much like 2020 entirely. So, yes, uh, June 2nd is when our next episode's coming out, so get pumped for that. Uh, and also, um, be good. Be a good person. And uh, have, a good, have a good two weeks until I see you next time. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's all the announcements I got. Thank you again, and thank you, Julia. Not you, Julia. Just Julia. Uh, And have a good one. And enjoy the rest of the episode. And I'm going to go sleep now because it's late at night. Okay, bye. And we're back. And we have entered across the border into Stroom's hair. Make that text appear on the screen. Uh, Which... You can't see because it's a podcast, but uh, you are in Stroom's hair in the desert and you're flying forward and moving. Um, Pepper yells at you, Zippy, and says, close the door, close the door, too dusty, too dusty. All right, close the door. And you close that window that you opened and uh, it closes. And Darren, all you hear is just a greasal book. Hmm. And Pepper just kind of sits on the wheel and is looking at you too. I guess that means we've uh, made it to Strum's hair. We're getting close to the next grand treasure. Is uh, has the sun come up? Yeah, it's it's like noon. Oh, it's noon. Uh, like eleven. Yeah, eleven. Oh, almost dang! Noon. I was still picturing it being dark. Um. Okay. Um. I. Well, take because I, I like had a robe on. I want to step outside and look to see if I can spot any kind of cities or anything uh, nearby. You step out, and just with your regular eyesight, you can't really see anything when you look across 
uh, off the deck of the airship. You just see deserts and a lot of sand. Oh, wow. I I don't see anything out there, Zip. I guess... uh... I guess it's going to be a little bit of wait before we get to the next settlement. Um, look, about the um, thing, the situation on my leg. Uh, look, supposedly the second grand treasure is some kind of grand library. Maybe if we can gain some kind of access, we can try and look a few things up. I don't... I don't know if that's even true, I don't even know if there is one, but it might be worth taking a look, and maybe we can find some information on on how to bring Norman back. Kill two birds with one stone. I like the way you think. Yeah, here, I'm I'm uh I'm gonna go get my gear. Um, just to be ready for anything. Uh, and then I'm also gonna pop a cure wounds. <laughs> just Okay. Give my, give myself a little bit of help. Uh, oh, cool. You get some health back. That's uh, 8 plus 1. There we go. You get it back? So, up to 11 health. <laughs> Record high. Brutal. But at least I'm not limping anymore. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then I go down to, to get my uh, gear and to kind of check on Peterson again. You go down and you're putting on your gear and Peterson, ugh, you come too. And Yogurt's like, oh, thank goodness. Jeez, you guys, stop falling over. I need a nap. Thank you, furry one, for attending to my needs. DM, am I still only two health? Yeah, you're, you're, well, you're back up to one health now, actually. Oh, baby. Peterson, before you say anything else, don't say anything directly about our current skin situation you mean karen i'm just kidding i don't say that (laughs) (laughs) i was ready to hit you with i know i could tell um i will say good idea total one i will refrain all right um it smells dusty in the air are we in the desert we are i think we just entered into it not long ago we're we're looking for any kind of settlements or anything in the area, but I couldn't spot any right now. Um, DM, if you'll let me, um, I did roll this, but it, we were kind of things were kind of crazy at the end of last episode. Uh, but because I was damaged three times, I rolled three times and I spawned five cupcakes. So there should be five <laughs> cupcakes for my ghost hamster on my bed. Yes, your ghost hamster, while you were dying, was still doing its job of, of producing cupcakes for I'm going to go wolf down um, five cupcakes for breakfast. Ooh, tall okay. one. T- tall. Oh. <laughs> okay, um, I'll give one to Peterson. Peterson? Yes, Westboro. Are you familiar with this area at all since you wanted to go see the Great Library? Uh, I looked at some rudimentary maps, but I believe they were outdated, and I'll let the DM decide for me. Um, <laughs> I would say no history check required. You have been scouting out and looking at the path to get to Stream's Hair. You've looked at maps, uh, and you don't know too much about it other than that. Um, the, the goblin tribes in the area around Dawn wasn't too knowledgeable, and even the tower, they didn't know too much about the second grand treasure, but you do know 
the general location it should be on the map. Wait a minute, what am I saying? I know the general location of this place. <laughs> if you just put me in the helm, I'm sure we can find it. Uh, I think you telling me where to go will be good enough. <laughs> Head. East? What? <laughs> I, I don't have the map in front of me, DM. You'd we, probably say north. Yeah, we're going to go south. Just kidding. Sorry, I was mixed up, you know. North up west. Yes, head north. East? Oh. I thought you meant west. Okay. Arabian nights. Arabian <laughs> days. And then I... And then I... I punch sand it. Is, sand is... You punch it, and the, the bags inflate and... You guys are flying, and the sand uh, is is sometimes... You're flying a little bit lower sometimes and up because you don't want to go too high. There's some, like, sandstormy parts. Um, Wait, DM. The sand is kind of washing over the front. Yeah. How are our wind elementals doing these days? They seem to be fine. They seem to be doing their job. Peterson. Darian has heard them just laugh sometimes. Yeah, oh. I check in on them in Primordial. I talk to them. Well, how are they doing then, Darian? Well, last I um, checked in, they seemed to be okay. When we got on the ship to leave from Anasno, I talked to them, and I mean, I, I guess we didn't sit down and have a long conversation over coffee or anything, but they seemed to be okay, no complaints. The more I think, and let's keep this between us, is that if these, if these wind elementals quickly figure out that we're just a, a, a bucket of weight up in the sky that if they just decide to let go and do their own thing we're screwed i think the longer we can keep them from realizing that the more we can use and abuse them without uh, having to meet any demands they want so oh just... no trust me they're they're a bunch of recluses they actually like hanging out in their balloons we're okay okay yeah just just i don't want to have to start paying them 100 gold every episode you know I don't want. Oh no, they like have that. no use for gold. They're, we're okay for now. Okay, well, I don't want to like blow out. air into their balloon. If you know what I'm saying, is like I don't want to. I don't want to do <laughs> anything I don't, to help I don't, them out. I, I want to use them as much as I can. All right, pretty ruthless, but also I'm telling you, we're okay. I'm talking to them. They're fine. They they enjoy what they do. I'll Ignorance let you know is bliss, right? And if it makes them happy, I can use that to my advantage. It's. Uh, not um okay sure yeah oh how the okay. world goes round darian all right let's yep. let's carry on uh real quick trivia time and you can play at home as well you can play this trivia time at at home uh this one specifically for well i guess any of you guys what were the names of the wind elementals in each balloon there's two in each hurry oh. kane yeah yeah hurricane and, and was it uh hold on uh how do you remember this, Connor? Because Hurry. they were wind names. I'm trying to remember the other two. It's was it, it wasn't like Tor and NATO, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Okay. I just wanted I just wanted to bring it back. If you got that right at home, you get one <laughs> Seth Buck. Do I get a and, point of inspiration uh, for that? <laughs> no. Come no. on, Connor. You talk. I, I should you, throw in you more self proclaim that you talk to them all the time. I would hope you knew their name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I do. Um, I talk to them in their but, own language in Primordial. Anything else you guys want to do before you start uh, moving on towards the second grand treasure? Um, yeah, I'll actually. Yeah, I like to Adam, do two are things. You do something. Uh, yeah, yeah, I too am going to cast a uh, cure wounds on myself real quick. Okay, good call. 
just because I'm at four health now. Or how much are those cupcakes? Because I had well, one. It's like one a D4. four. Don't one use D4 cure wounds. Coin. Why don't they just do like a short rest while I drive on over there? Well, do we have time for that? Yeah, you can do that. Uh, okay, yeah, I'll also do a short rest. Okay. okay. Time to spend some hit die. You guys do a short rest in the helm's room. All of you, yogurt. Well, yogurt and James are sleeping right now, and so is Draken. Um, but you guys are up in the helm's room, and you are looking out across the desert while you're resting and, and just watching the sands go by. And all of a sudden, your guys are all looking at the map. And Zippy, you can see, since you're steering and probably the most attentive right now, that you are in the spot where the second grand treasure should be. But you look down out the window, and there's nothing there. There's just sand. Wow, they they really must have just gotten all the treasure and everything and just pieced out. There's nothing here. Uh, Peterson, wake up. Are you are you sure this is where we need to be? Uh, I'll look outside and down below, and I I don't understand Westboro. There's supposed to be a great library here and other buildings to accommodate it. Peterson, how much do we pay you? Come on. I pay you. (laughs) Uh, All right. That's that's pretty fair. (laughs) Here, can bring us lower if you can, tall one. I mean, Westboro. Why do you and... love Darien more than me? <laughs> and I and I lower the ship. <laughs> the ship I... lowers and it's lowering and lowering, uh, and uh, you're getting close to the the sand, the floor. Uh, I want to pull down my mask. See now, now that Zippy said that, I don't want to use my mask ever. But I want to pull down my mask and see if I can sense anything underneath the sand. You pull down the mask and the world goes gray and you're looking at the ground and trying to see anything below the sand and you can't sense or see anything down there. But perception check, Peterson. Okay. Uh, could I uh, help scope around too? Uh, sure, yeah. You can all roll perception check if you'd like. Peterson, you get advantage because you have the mask. I I used all nine of my hit die and I got back to max health. <laughs> Whoa, nice. <laughs> oh, damn. DM, did you say I had advantage on that? Is that what you said? Yeah, because of your mask right now. Okay. Uh, modified 20. That's an oh, 8. Damn. I got sand in my eye. <laughs> What'd you get, Zippy? Uh, 16. Okay. That's uh, pretty well, good. Zippy and Peterson, Peterson especially, you're the first one to notice and point it out that there is, you can tell, a, fl- uh, uh, a faint glow of a person and something beneath it that it's riding on, but you can see it off in the distance about 100 feet, and it's just kind of bobbing up and over the dunes. Uh, And Zippy, you look out, and you guys can see there's like a person who's standing, and it looks like they're just moving extremely quickly across the sand. Uh, They're like just standing upright, and it looks like they're just kind of like on a, a, a moving escalator, just like going up a dune. How do we get out of this uh, ship? Is there like a like a Millennium Falcon like style ramp? Yeah, pretty much. Does it like mechanical? Yeah. Like, okay. 
Well, it ha- exits out the side. You go below deck, and then it like you pull a lever, and it just opens up and goes down. How fast is this thing going, DM? Like the person. Uh, they seem to be going decently fast. Like like definitely faster than any person could walk. Okay, well, it's like they're riding like a like it would be the same as like if you were flying on a giant eagle or something. Peterson, wh- holy. Peterson, how about this? I'll try and get the ship real low, and we'll extend the ramp out, and you go outside on the ramp and try to talk to them, and we'll like see what's up. They seem like they're on uh, a they're going pretty quickly, so we're gonna have to keep the ship moving while you go and talk to them. I grab a spool of rope from my pack and I say, "Of course, Westboro." And I'll start making my way down the ship. Okay. Peterson, I'll come down with you. Oh, thank God. I mean, I was putting on a strong face, but <laughs> I'm not the most dexterous or athletic. So, Zippy, you're going to try and fly up next to it, and they're going to try and talk from the ramp? Yeah, I guess I'm going to try and get real low to the sand dunes and like try to keep pace with this person. Sure. You blast off, and you... Uh, start catching up to it, and uh, Peterson and Darian, you're below deck. You want to pull the lever? I'm um, going to secure myself first. I'm going to tie the rope around my body and then tie the other to Darian. Just kidding. I'm going to tie it to like an anchor point inside the ship. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll do the same thing, but I'm going to stay more back on the ship, kind of being uh, Peterson's safety net. It almost seems like the rope is a bad idea because if you fall out of the ship, you're just going to keep getting dragged <laughs> along these up and rising sand dunes. I'll keep an but, eye on you. Uh, I mean, in, in my mind, I'll keep an eye on him because I'm on deck. <laughs> he can't hear me. I, I hear those thoughts. Don't worry. Uh, I'm sure Zippy's got our back. Okay, but <laughs> if, I, if I'm dragging too long, cut the rope. You know what I mean? No, I don't. I'm sure Zippy has okay. our bags in the upstairs. Arabian night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, here we go. Pull the lever. The the side wall in underneath uh, opens up, opens up, and you see below just a steel walkway comes out the side and then chink stops, and you can just feel the wind blowing and sand flying by. Uh, and can we see the riders from still looking out? Not yet. Zippy's still trying to catch up. They're about 50 feet ahead of you. I'm going to go onto all fours, as goblins can do, and I'm going to start edging my way, holding on to, like, the edge of, like, like, if we're going straight and I'm going out of the left side, I'm holding on to the right side of the ramp so that if I skid, I have some of the ramp to slide along. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So I'm and I'm crawling down because I imagine we're going pretty fast. Darian, how about you? Uh, I'm like staying higher up on the ramp. I'm just I, like I'm letting Peterson do his thing, but I'm just there to back him up if something goes wrong. Got it. Zippy, you see, it's it's still moving pretty fast, but if you punch it a little bit further, you know you can definitely catch up to this thing. This guy who looks like he's just standing, like he's like almost t posing, just standing and moving across the ground really quickly <laughs> and through the sand. Uh, I punch the lever as hard as I can. Crank. Eric goes at the exhaust, and uh, uh, and Peterson, a dexterity. To see. Oh, I knew it. I knew he it. He told me to punch it with advantage because Darian's grabbing your rope. Oh, ooh. Okay. 
Oh, thank goodness for advantage. Oh, thank goodness for advantage. 17, otherwise it would have been a 7. Yeah, that's enough. It jolts a bit, but you keep your grip strong and you're steady. And you can see you're getting close and closer and closer. And you can see it's just some kind of orc person with lots of just draping cloth like wrapped around their head and and masking their face and and just covering their body and they are riding on this stingray this stingray that's kind of like floating above the sand uh and they have kind of like some bags on it and they have like a a little backpack on too uh and they're just moving across the sand quickly have they noticed us they see you guys and look up and they they are like kind of physically just like a little shocked but they just kind of wave friendly okay i'm gonna use minor illusion to create a five foot large hand that waves as well (laughs) you do so it pops up and waves and then it's gonna say like it's gonna it's gonna bob up and down while pointing to the sand (laughs) it uh it bobs up and down what are you trying to convey i'm like i'm trying to say like pull over like 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 the hand is pointing down to the, the sand as right like, right it gives an okay symbol and you can see it grabs these little reins on the ground and it kind of like pulls back on them and this uh the stingray kind of like comes and starts slowing down and coming to a halt uh zippy do you want to slow down the ship too uh yeah i'll slow it down we just pass him. It's like, ah, <laughs> see you later, sucker. <laughs> you, you slow it down, and uh, you just see uh, the orc person. You both come to a stop, and they just move the mask down off their, their face. And it's this orc man. He's just like, hey, hey, what's, what's up? Salutations. My name is Peterson, the sole remaining goblin of the Eastern Spear Goblin tribe. Me and my compatriots are looking for directions. We're looking for uh, the second, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, the second grand treasure, the great library of knowledge. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that's where I'm heading. Oh, this is this is perfect. Clearly, a divine moment. Um, perhaps you could show us the way. Sure. From one nomad to another, we got to help each other on our journeys, right? Uh, ab- absolutely. I would like to... Well, first I'll say, um... Tell me, what is your name? My name's Boar. Boar. Oh. It's Boar, eh? Okay. Is that a problem? Uh, <laughs> no, um... Backstory. The nerves are tingling. And I'm gonna... I'll say, not at all! But I would like to give him an insight check to see if he's... Being relatively honest with us. Yep. Roll an insight. 18. Um, yeah, you can tell this guy seems to be just a chill dude. Probably a nomad. Okay. I say, oh, no, I uh, I used to know someone of that name. Anyways, uh, we'll follow you. Yeah, you got it, man. Let's go. And they pull up their mask, and they whip their stingray, and it kind of picks up and floats off the ground and starts moving forward again. I'll walk back up the ramp. You walk back up. And Zippy, are you going to follow? Yeah, yeah, I'll follow. You guys close the ramp door and everything and get back up to the helm's room with Zippy. And you guys are following, flying alongside this person who's just surfing across the sand. 
and this is where the Arabian Nights music starts. <laughs> and you see coming over a dune, you go whoosh over the top, and Arabian Nights! <laughs> you see there is this moving wooden tent caravan mass. You see there's lots of people in this whole kind of Burning Man-esque village area, but it's moving. You see, it's like this giant kind of platform. It's like all these carriages and carts and everything have merged together to make one just long, moving, tented platform thing that's moving forward. And beyond that, you see there's a thin line of people walking single file or riding on their these uh, like giant lizards that they're riding through the desert or stingrays. They're all just kind of in a line moving towards this four-legged moving building that's leading the way. Um, and it's just making its way through the sand slowly as the people behind it are walking, just following it. And this kind of caravan moving city is also just following behind that. What would you like to do? Uh, does it look like there's anything on the caravan? Like there'd be a place for us to land on top? Like, does it look like there's anything available for that? There doesn't seem to be many things like on top or landing pads or anything. But um, you can see there's lots of like carriages that are kind of splitting off the sides and they, they start like going their separate ways or something. And then others are coming and joining into the fold. It's like a constantly merging molding thing uh you think maybe you can park close to it keep it like it's not moving super fast so your ship could just kind of like slowly idly fly next to it but uh um someone asked me someone asked me if i can park this close to the convoy and keep it uh keep it steady and uh in check while we go and check on this convoy someone asked me if i could do that Zippy, uh, do you think you could keep the ship uh, idle, uh, going kind of slow, so it stays on pace with the convoy? Darian, uh, that's a, a tall order, but especially since I'm pretty new at this, but I'll give it a shot. Uh, okay. <laughs> Are you still hopped up on ammo? I don't know what that even means anymore. Oh. Am I am I living my life to the fullest? Am I doing what I finally want to do? I'm sorry, I regret asking. Please just try and bring up the ship. <laughs> um, I do whatever I need to do, Zaf, to get this thing hooked on to this convoy. Um, can you guys okay. go over to the side of the ship and get ready to throw some rope to hook onto this thing or something? Uh, sure. Let's give it a shot. You guys start flying and moving up, and you see the Stingray person gives you a thumbs up and turns off and goes their own way, probably arcing away towards the front where, like, the single file line is. I salute them. And and you guys start flying up closer into the, towards this giant caravan, um... And you can see it's just a bunch of cobbled together attached carriages by rope and stuff. And you can see there's some people and they're waving at you. Uh, and when you go out on the deck, Peterson and Darian, they're just like, hey, you need a hand? Uh, Yeah, we need to 
We need to, I don't know, anchor down uh, somewhere we can lock onto this thing. Yeah, sure. We've seen all types of carriages, but nothing like that. Let's give it a shot. Here, catch this rope. And they start throwing rope up to you. All right. I catch it. You guys catch it. Do you want to start tying it, securing it? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. You guys secure it up. It's all good. Tighten the ropes. Uh, and it seems stable. It's just kind of floating along. You put it kind of like in neutral, uh, <laughs> Zippy, and it's just kind of floating along, tied like a balloon to this moving mass of carts. Uh, I'm going to need Darian to do a quick pep talk to those uh, those wind elementals to, to uh, get, get them mm, a little yeah. hop, skip in their step, you know? Sure. <laughs> um, sure. Hold on. I I'll I'll get to that in just a sec. Um, actually, no. I, I'll do. That. Sorry, I'll do that first. I just want to follow up with something after. Uh, okay. So I go up to the balloons and I go. All right, hurry, Kane, Tor, Nato. We uh we're gonna need you guys just to kind of operate at about twenty percent for the next little while. We uh we can't fully land with where we're at, so you guys just you keep on keeping on, all right? Cruise control, got it. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. Uh, and then I go back over to the to the railing to the guys who helped us uh, latch onto this uh, this caravan, and I just kind of shout down to them. And I'm like, "Hello, um, sorry, I didn't catch your names before." You see, uh, they're just they've the people who've already helped you have already gone and like gone and sat down, but a turtle person, um, wearing these just kind of uh, just elaborate robes and these like ornate earrings and stuff. This turtle person just waves at you all and it says, "Oh, I can help you if you come down here. Come, come, lots of room here in Russia." Sure. And I uh I'm actually going to do a cool little hop over the railing and uh slide down the rope onto kind of their caravan that we got secured onto. DM, I would have loved to be piggybacking Darian while he did that. <laughs> no thank you. <laughs> Can I see if uh, I stealth on so he doesn't notice me? Uh roll. Roll uh, Dex. <laughs> How am I not going to notice you on my back? Oh man, that's a whopping 10. Um <laughs> As he runs too fast and he jumps on before you can grab his cloak and, huh. and, and go with him. Okay. Well, you know, you can't blame a goblin for trying. <laughs> I will just cl- climb down the rope much more timidly and carefully. Zippy, what do you want to do? Um, I don't know. I'll supervise them. <laughs> just from the ship? Yeah, well, I'm, well, no, I'll go hang out with them, but, like, I'll just supervise. <laughs> so you're there on, on the caravan with them? Yeah. Okay. So all three of you make your way down, and you're standing on, like, an open-faced car- carriage, essentially. And you can feel beneath you, wheels are moving, and the ground is, like, shaking, and the whole thing is kind of, like, moving. Um, it's kind of unstable, but you find your balance pretty quickly. And the turtle person just goes, Oh, hello. My name is Alba. What brings you to Russia today? Are you here for your own journey? Um, we're here yeah, for the so great library. 
<laughs> just supervising, huh? Um, sorry, what was your name again? Alba. Alba. Sorry, you can answer his question now. Yes, the great library. Many come here from far away to seek its knowledge. It is the end of all nomads' journeys. Do you have sand this in your throat or something? No. Do you need a cough drop? He's a... Zip, he's a... Just... I'm sorry for my friend. He do, he. It's kind of his first experience. It's hard to hear what you're world. saying. I hear that many times. Turtles have it rough when speaking with your kind. Well, I can't imagine the sand helps very much. That's like breathing in like smoke every day. Especially when you're in a caravan where it kicks up sand everywhere. Let's go talk inside where there's less dust. Oh yes, that'll be very helpful for your voice. I'd like to hear you sing someday. (laughs) Arabian. Sorry, you said the city was the city of Russia? Yes. I think you said Russia. it's not a true city. (laughs) Russia is less of a city and more of an idea. A gathering. A collective whole. Kind of like Burning Man. No. We don't burn any men here. Sorry. Other thing. Uh, I I slap uh, Peterson upside the head. Why? (laughs) How did you not know this was a moving city, you dumb dumb? Uh, you Westboro. said you knew exactly where it was. <laughs> well, we found it, didn't we? Hold on, sorry. Just to clarify, is the library here, or we're heading to it? Oh yes, the library is the four-legged wonder you see ahead. Interesting. But but the but none normally return from said place. <laughs> so Most people here just follow and see that the true knowledge is not within the library, but in the path it is traveling. It w- Actually, it, it seems... It walks across the sand with its own mind. And we are humble followers. This just but sounds like fear to me. If it's a mystery... Of whoever people don't return from the library, then by default that means that the knowledge does come from within the library. Because Not necessarily, the, like it could be a trap for those who are greedy. I think the symbolism of this whole thing is that what lies within is really what lies beyond the things that we cannot really know. And no, those but we who can know if know. we go in the library. Then we'll know why everyone's going off to. And hence the risk when you want to go where no one has been but and he to just see said, what is unnatural. He just said that, that the answers don't lie in the library. But well, th- that's for the nomad. But for someone who wants to seek unnatural knowledge like we do, the answers lie within this is the so, library, I mean. This is, this is, too, this is so silly. DM, um, when we saw the city, uh, how big of a of a like a radius around was the city to the library? Um, it w- so the library's pretty, or the library four legged moving buildings pretty big. Um, it's kind of 
close-ish to the size of a mammoth, kind of. Uh, a bit, probably like 60% of one of the mammoths you saw in Man of Snow. Okay. Uh, but, the, but this whole raft thing is quite large. It's like the whole center square of Ormond, the center square of Orum, and then some. So, um, like, probably so, like a mile or two? Mile or two, yeah. Oh, cool. So, I'm it's like. detect portal that does, in a three mile radius, I can detect any portals in the area. Wait, yeah. I, I have okay. a perfect analogy before we continue. It's like. It's like an elephant wearing a sombrero hat that's so that that feeds that that is like has queso dip and guac in it and everything, but it feeds like a thousand people, <laughs> right? That's probably pretty accurate. Like the hat's that big, but the elephant's wearing it. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I didn't follow I was that at like, all. Um, imagine an elephant walking through the desert, or in Seth's case, he said mammoth. But he's wearing a sombrero hat. That's the city. And then we are the tortilla chips. And we're trying to get the guac. The guac. I think there's more guac in my mentality. I think, I think that's the, the title of the episode yep. right there. Get the guac. Definitely the following guac. that one. Um, are there um, any portals? <laughs> yeah, so you tap into your inner senses, sense a portal. Ding! You sense one. Just one. In the there's... center of this kind of mass, you can sense one. Okay. There's not one in the city or anything like that. Um, yeah. In the in the middle of this city, yeah, you sense one. Oh, like not. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant the center on the center mass of like the elephant thing. Oh no, the elephant's like quite a ways off. It's walking forward. He's wearing oh, okay. the hat. Um, <laughs> it's wearing the hat. But yeah, you feel a ping of a portal in the center of this uh, city. Do I have a sneaking suspicion it's our old pal? You never know. Okay. Um, but Alba says, But feel free to join your journeys here and take your nomadic stance how you will. We do not judge. And there is also lots of trade here if that interests you. Many people come from far and wide to trade treasures. Oh, good. I think we could use a little bit of a resupply. I also have a sneaking suspicion that a friend of ours is um, somewhere here. If you need any help, you may find me again, and I can show you the way. Of course. I mean, uh, our airship is tied on to you, so I think we'll be back. You ever heard of the Greeters Guild? Like the Greeters Guild? It, you'd be great in that. You just did a great job greeting us here. That's true. We should Thank connect you. them. It's a bit different of a climate for you, but, you know, your voice might be helped by it. <laughs> My journey is here, but I do enjoy greeting the newcomers. <laughs> well, you're doing a fantastic job. We will mm-hmm. see you shortly, friend. They blush a little bit because they're getting a lot of compliments right now. <laughs> Bye. All right, guys, I think we should. I think we should probably stock up. Before we go try and take on that library, don't you think? I mean, tall one, don't take this the wrong way, but I think you need a, a good weapon. I, uh, I've got a long sword that'll, that'll survive me for now. And of I'm course, still tall one. borrowing, borrowing my friend's, uh, my friend's bow here. Why so are you stressing that so much to me? I care little of such things. Yeah, it's, sure. 
Anyway, <laughs> must be um, in your guilt. <laughs> yes, you, you seem guys. tormented when you say that, tall one. No, I just feel judged. Anyway, I got a, I detected for some portals to see if our old uh, pal was here, and I've got a sneaking suspicion he's farther down the line. Do you want to? What do you mean, old pal? We have tons of pals. Our, um, you know that merchant that seems to follow us from city to city, Valentine. Valentine, he's here. I'm not a hundred percent certain, but whenever we go to a new city and I detect for portals, I tend to find one. And wait a minute, this is how we found the cat you, cult. You, True. as you're talking about Valentine, like the area you are, like there's lots of on a, each of these carts is kind of like their own separate vibe. It's very like patchworked city, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And next to you is kind of a. Uh, just a caravan f- or a carriage full of like pillows, like these just designed pillows and stuff. And you can see emerging from them is like this pillow shaped person uh, that's like made of pillows. And you just see the the front face pillow where it would be flips up. And he's like, I heard somebody talking about me. <laughs> Guys, it's me. Valentine, why are you a pillow? I was taking... Well, that's a story for another time. But sometimes I gotta roll with the punches, specifically the pillow punches. Are we? They don't hurt very much. Are we near where I detected the portal? No. Well, yeah, you're kind. You're close-ish. I knew. Valentine isn't locked to that. You can move outside it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I just did. I just wanted to make sure. Um. You. Uh. I don't. How did this happen? Why are you a pillow? I mean, sorry, I already asked. I'm not, I'm not, okay, I'll take the pillows off. It's just a costume, jeez. Okay, no, sorry, I just was a little dumbfounded. I I was wondering if you were cursed. It was just... Curses? Where? Well, you... Do you have any? Uh... Actually, he might be the... an affliction of some kind. Okay, well, you're going to have to take that somewhere else. I'm not the affliction collector. Well, no, I just, I'm trying, um... Part of the affliction is I can't talk directly about the affliction if you catch my drift. Ah, uh, yes, diarrhea. <laughs> uh, I know it's embarrassing. No, I just. But we uh, all get through it, usually quite quickly, unless, unless it's that bad. Oh, Darian, we gotta go to my shop quick to get you checked out. Uh, yeah, abs- absolutely. That gets you to the shop faster. And Valentine leads all you guys through this carriage city. You're always kind of watching your step. You can just always sense and hear some wheels beneath you and the moving and shaking. And there's lots of people, little stands here and there for shops and stuff, and lots of pillows and, and uh, fabric just draping down and everything. And you see, uh, all of a sudden, you come across a familiar purple carriage with Valentine, the curio- cursed curiosity collector, on the side. And he's like, come, come. And he takes some keys, and he opens the door, and he's like, all right, let's go inside, guys. All right. I go in. And you go, th- and you go through, and whew, you enter into the Doctor Who, basically, portal. And it's bigger on the inside, and you're in the familiar Valentine's shop. All right, so I might have something for the dyers. Uh, like I, uh, the Rhea, whatever you call it. No, these it's days. it's not diarrhea. Here, Valentine, take a look. At oh, this. it's the inverse constipation. No, oh, take a look. I at don't this. have anything. Oh. Hmm. I also have it on my ass. 
Oh, matching. Nice. I didn't realize you guys were that far along in your relationship. No, it's... it's not... um... it's not cosmetic. Hmm. Well, let me take a look. And he rushes into a bag and ruffles through and he pulls out, like, just a, a magnifying, like, eyeglass and, like, how people who work with jewelry or gems can, like, you know, uh, zoom in on that. He brings out that little, like, eye telescope, pops on, he's like, all right, let me see. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know too much about what this is, but it looks like it's just a curse mark. I can't tell you what it does, though. Definitely cursed! Congratulations, would you like to trade in the leg? Um, could you- Or that ass! (laughs) Could you give me a new leg? No. I Again, I'm not- I collect cur- Why do you guys think I have legs lying around? I I mean, maybe, if somebody- I- I guess I could, but- Whatever. If you'd like to buy something, you can, but- uh, yeah, I, I can tell you that's a curse mark, and that's about it. Valentine. Yes? Uh, last time we were with you, uh, we actually sold to you something that, since then, I've come to regret, and I was wondering if it was available to buy back. It was a ring that, when you were brought cl- very close to death, it, uh, it brought you back. Oh, yes, sorry. The, um... The ring, yes. Uh, unfortunately, that's in my collection. No! <laughs> Not for sale. Uh, I've waited months to ask about that. <laughs> has, your, um, has your inventory been refreshed at all? Yes. Take a look at my new and improved, updated Word Doc. <laughs> and he unravels a scroll with prices. So, see anything you like? Well, I see a few things here. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna grab this stuff off the this thing off the wall. It looks like my style. I've been, especially with sand getting in my eyes and me having having zero eyelashes really because my eyes are so big and bright. I need something to cover them, so I'm gonna get some Grebby's goggles, please. Oh, Grebby, I remember him. Not really. I only I only heard of him. Uh, from the note I found when I got these goggles, he was a little bit of a scavenger, a little, a little, uh, Kenku scavenger. Really good eyes, I guess, but terrible fashion sense with these, oh, terrible, goldish, rusted goggles. But hey, if you want them, you got them. They're mine now. Read what it does. This pair of goggles has one charge and regains the charge each day. It has two features on it. One is magic erasure. You expand expend a charge and look at an amount of creatures equal to your wisdom modifier within 60 feet of you, disabling their abilities relating to any magic. Any magic items, spells, or magical effects on those creatures are temporarily disabled for one minute. Use this feature as a bonus action. Or, feature erasure. You expand... A charge, look at the creature within 60 feet at you, disable one of their features. You select a feature of the creature you look at and temporarily disable it for one minute. You use this feature as a bonus action. Pretty cool! Um, anything else anybody want? I, um... 
this sword here. Um. Mm -hmm. What does it? What does it do? Oh, that one. That is. Wait, which one are you? Which one are you? <laughs> the, this one over here. It's uh, looks very ornate and light. The 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 dance. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay, it's uh it's the dancing. It's sword. a dancing. Yes, uh, yes. I was getting that. Yeah, dancing sword. Boogie woogie. Um, it is a pretty cool sword. It you can use a bonus action to toss this magic sword into the air and then speak that command word. And when you do so, the sword begins to hover, flies up to thirty feet, and attacks one of the creatures of your choice within five feet of it. The sword uses your attack roll and ability score modifier to damage rolls. While the sword hovers, you can also use a bonus action to cause it to fly up to 30 feet to another spot within 30 feet of you. As part of the same bonus action, you can cause the sword to attack one creature within 5 feet of it. And then basically eventually it can come back. But yeah, it can fly and flip around and stab everybody around you, all on its own. Pretty cool. Yeah, that is, uh, that is pretty cool. That will be three thousand gold. Uh, all right, yes, I'll, uh, yes, I'll take it. And uh, I think I'd get that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for letting me know. Um, one last thing. Um, can I pull a couple times from that void chest? Yeah, sure. Well, let's talk to your your little goblin friend first. Hey there, short stuff. What's up? Hello. Uh, I'm interested in a few things that you have. Uh, this voodoo doll. Can you tell me anything about it? Hmm. The voodoo doll, huh? Well, that was brought in by somebody named Taylor. And actually, uh, well, I don't know too much else about it. You might want to stab it and see if it's connected to somebody. Who knows? No way to really tell, I guess. But it works like a voodoo doll, that's for sure. Okay, I'll get that. Um, and the Sovereign Glue. I'll read the description for everyone. Uh, but I'll do my regular voice. This vicious, milky white substance can form a permanent adhesive bond between any two objects. It must be stored in a jar or flask that has been coated inside with oil of a slipperiness. One ounce of the glue, which I have four of, can, can cover a one-foot square surface... Uh, one square foot surface. The glue takes one minute to set. Once it is done, so the bond it creates cannot be can only be broken by a universal sol solvent or oil of etherealness or with a witch spell. This jar has four ounces. Yeah, definitely don't stick that. Don't don't reach your hand in and then like clap your hands because you are screwed. I knew a guy once. Poor, poor guy. Anything else? Yes, the circlet of human perfection. Ah, that was brought in by a customer named Bill. Um, they, uh, yeah, they brought they brought that in, and uh, now it's mine, and now it can be yours. I'll slam the five hundred gold; it'll be mine. So this transforms its attuned wearer into an attractive human of average height and weight. The circlet chooses the physical characteristics of the of the form, such as age, gender, skin color, hair color and voice except for size the wearer's statistics and the racial traits don't change uh, oh, except for size the wearer's statistics and racial traits don't change nor do items worn or carried by the wearer removing the circle ends the effect nice anything else yes one last thing 
Uh, and said, right. I'm going to change this on you a little bit. I actually, I'm going to get the bag of beans instead. Instead of the oh, ring. That big old bag of beans. Yes. So basically, I'll find it here. Read it. Um, I got this for you. Okay. That bag right there has eight beans. If you plant a bean and water it, a random thing will happen. But you're going to have to roll a 1D100 and I'll tell you what that is. As a, actually, wait, I'll tell you. Seth will tell you, not Valentine. Okay. I don't know what's happening. And then I, too, would like to draw from the void chest. All right. So, Darian, reach in. Okay. Hmm. You feel that? Uh, what is it? Is it, oh, feels a little hard in your hand, doesn't it? Feels a little bulky. Oh, you pulled out a gem-encrusted cuirass. Oh, oh, some breastplate armor. Oh, man, that's pretty good. But w- what else is here? Oh, it oh it enhances your sense of smell for 1d4 hours whenever it knows you don't want it. <laughs> that's sad. Do you want it? <laughs> Can I sell it to you for store credit? That sounds like you don't want it. Let one sec. Ooh. Your your sense of smell is two times greater now. Well, I haven't worn it and yet. And you can smell I haven't done my laundry this week. I haven't worn it yet. Yeah, but you're holding it, and it knows you don't want it. So, yes, I'll take it off your hands okay. for 50 gold. Perf- perfect. That's exactly what I wanted. There you go. Wait a minute. All right, whoa, 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 wait. Does that have any, like armor benefits nah it's just a it's just a regular kind of uh steel armor plate okay cool nothing fancy okay i all right yeah i draw from the chest yeah you reach in ooh 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 look at that that's a cane you got a little walking cane oh wait that's not a just a walking cane it's also a sword cane sick find oh but guess what? It can be used as a club that attracts ghosts whenever you light it on fire. <laughs> that could be kind of maybe useful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Right on. Sometimes you need to find a ghost, you know? I would like to do one more pull. Okay. All right. I was originally planning on doing two pulls. That was my... That's you, what I was going to do. You reach in? Hmm. Oh. That's, that's pretty, I'm trying to understand what this is. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's a pendant. That's pretty cool, but it's this, it's pixie-sized. It's very small. It's like a bracelet. It's like an earring. And, and you remember that sword cane? Oh, there it goes. It's vibrating slightly whenever you mention a type of weapon. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably thought that was going to be cooler. Me too. <laughs> All right, I'll sell it. It's just a little vibrating pixie-sized pendant. You can um you can have that. I'll take that for one gold. Whoa, <laughs> Thank <what>? you. <laughs> Connor, you honestly have the worst luck with the void chest. Okay, well, hold on. I want to do two. I I'll, I'll do one more. <laughs> oh, it's a wooden purse. That's pretty cool, but not very functional. But guess what? It produces a 20-foot stunning blast one time whenever someone else thinks a positive thought about you. 
<laughs> probably that'll probably never happen, eh, Darian? It's <laughs> amazing. It's a little flashbang, but only when somebody thinks of banging you in their mind or something else positive. I get it. <laughs> Whose is that? Is that Darian's? That's Darian's. <laughs> oh, you want one more, Peterson? Yes, please. Okay. Okay, this is wow, double pendants. Also double bad. Acid-edged pendant that recites the entire book of What's your favorite book? Uh uh The Lost Scrolls of the Tower. Okay, it doesn't do that. It recites the entire book of Jubilee, Jubles, the children's pop-up book. From start to finish, whenever you cover it up. Cover it up, it'll start reading that book. You can have this one. Oh. All right, okay. He starts covering it in his hands. It's like, Jubilee, Jubles, and the fallen of Flubles, and everything here in the forest goes bloopers. I hate Dr. Seuss. Okay. Ten, ten gold for that one. Nice. All right. Well, is that everything? Yeah, against uh, against my temptation, I'm going to hold on to the little bit of gold I have left. Then be gone! And maybe come back later. Because <laughs> I'll be here for a bit, I'm sure. <laughs> be gone, thought. Well, pleasure doing business with you. And make sure you keep an eye on that curse mark. If it develops anymore, I'll definitely like to take your leg or your ass. Thank you. And you guys... Exit out into Rasha, back onto the wooden moving stuff. Um, where else do you guys want to go? Yeah, I'd like I'd like to go to like a, a scroll store or like a post or you know what, like an armory. Okay, yeah, you can start looking for armor. Does everybody want to do that? Uh, yeah, sure. Let's okay. do it. So you guys are walking along in through this kind of maze of cloth and curtains and carriages. And all of a sudden, Zippy, your ears perk up. And you hear a familiar voice in the distance. Okay. And it's kind of loud and talking. And you just hear in the distance, Come on, guys. Hey, everybody. Do you want to listen to this? I, I got something great. It's a pill. You'll never believe it. This pill can do almost anything. And you hear somebody kind of selling a pill in the distance. And it's very familiar voice. Uh, I rush over. You rush over, parting your way, jumping over carriages and going through curtains, knocking people out of the way. And they're like, oh, hey, man, go chill. And you go and you see there's kind of an opening. Uh, and there's a lot of people sitting on pillows. And there's one person in the center of this circle of people sitting on the pillows. And they're standing on a little soapbox. And they're wearing a little vest with the symbol of the ammo company on it. And you can see it's Chris. Chris is the person who came to the Bramble Patch and educated Zippy on ammo and the company. And got him to join and eventually leave the Bramble Patch. Chris was the person who made you step foot into the world. And you see Chris is just up there selling. Chris! Oh my goodness, Chris, it's you! Oh my gosh! Zippy! Oh my goodness! And he steps down from the soapbox. Chris is just this, like, 
slick looking human. He has slick back hair. He looks just the most polite, friendly, kind human guy you'd ever see. He just has slick back hair, super kind of Mormon style. And uh, his shirt's tucked in and everything. He's just like, Zippy, oh, it's so good to see you. You remembered me. Uh, Chris, I've been thinking about you and, and the mission and everything. Man, the mission is getting better by the day. I, I, I've been learning so much about myself and also getting so much good business. How's your business? You're kind of famous now, you know? Me? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I've been slacking on the business side of things. Uh, I, I haven't believed in the business as much as I, I should be believing in the business. I'm believing in myself at the same time. Man, we all go through slumps, Sippy. But you gotta know that ammo can bring you back up. You just gotta put more effort in. Maybe buy another package. Buy another subscription. <laughs> just get back in there. I'm sure you still got it. I'm sure you still got it. You used to be killer. Back when we worked together? I I know, and... <laughs> You, but you, you, you sold circles around me. Well, I, I may, I may have been in the biz a little bit longer than you. You know, <laughs> maybe one layer up, a level up. <laughs> uh, but you know, I'll be there soon, though. You'll get there soon. I'm just, just looking for, I'm just looking for the next couple candidates to be under me. Oh man, well, well, hey, how about, how about for old times' sake, we we do a little number. You help me out. Just like we used to, huh? Just like we used to? Oh, I don't know if I quite remember. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you remember. It'll come naturally. Come on. Every- everybody, gather around. Gather around. And people start coming and filling into the circle. Darian and Peterson, you also kind of followed Zippy over there. And you're kind of in the circle. And you see Zippy and Chris. And they're talking. And you're kind of curious about what's going on. And everybody around is kind of like mumbling. What's going on here? Okay, Zippy, here. And you and he helps you up onto the soapbox with him. Hey, uh, hey, everybody, one sec. Hey, you want to do number seven or or what? What number? Uh, number seven sounds good. <laughs> that was our song. Okay, let's do this. Listen up, everybody. I didn't want to do this, but what the hell? Me and Zippy here are gonna share our little secret with you, and you better keep it. I didn't use to. I was actually extremely overweight A girl saw me and let out this roar She said, I know a way You could lose a couple pounds or more She showed me a pill just like you see here I swallowed it whole and my body disappeared It changed my Oh, so nice, he's looking good, he's looking fine. <laughs> Thanks, Zip. Man, what a journey. Now tell me about your story. What happened to you? Well, you see, one day I was hanging out and my friends over there, they had their doubts. They said I couldn't catch an axe with my mouth. I just said, throw it fast. It flew through the air and cut me in half He was split in two There was nothing anyone could do But then he took a pill and now he's fine History check So that's 
Take it back before the pill came to be. Our leader Lou Blunger was out on the sea. He was in charge of cleaning dishes. But then pirates came and sent them all to the fishes. But it wasn't the end. Turns out the water was his friend. Oh no! Oh yes! No way! Lou Blunger survived. Alone on the island was where he would thrive. But days passed quick and weeks passed quicker. Months passed faster and years were thinner. Eventually, he couldn't go on. All the food was eaten and his strength was gone. He shed a tear and looked up to the sky. He was ready to say goodbye. So sad. It's fate. It's bad. But wait! A spark of light shone in the corner of his eye. He chased into a cave and found a surprise. And then he found something in that cave. It was beautiful. Was wonderful. It could change the universe's flow. It was something that, well, I don't know. Uh, wait. You don't know what was in the cave? Darian, don't interrupt the song! Okay, calm down, everybody. I don't know what he found in the cave because it's a high-level ammo company secret. But basically, the ingredient he found there rejuvenated him and allowed him to have enough strength to swim back to the mainland. It was incredible! Bullshit. No, it's true! He took some of the material back with him and created this here pill. And now we are here as humble messengers to spread the word of this all-natural and all-curing pill and business opportunity with you, the people of home. So don't sleep on this fantastic opportunity to join our team or buy our product. So what do you say? You want to join? Okay, Chris. Three, two, one. Aren't you all sick of your dreary jobs? Just join our team and your wallets will surely throb. The time is now to take control of your life because you only live once, that's the rule. So why don't you spend it doing something cool? Yeah, Ziffy, you so got it. <laughs> I couldn't have done that without you, though. Oh my goodness, it was just like old times. It was, but man, I'm kind of surprised to hear you say you're slacking on your business and stuff because I I thought you were gonna be the new face. Of the next brand. Well, I mean, about that, yeah. Well, you see, listen, like, uh, I, I just got these new brochures in. I won't be able to make it to the conference and that's coming up in a few days because, well, I'm stuck in the desert and it's kind of way off at Bayside. But but I did get the, the next batch of brochures that we're going to be handing out and check it out. And he hands you one and it just says, Ammo, the newest pill the next step for your health and then it's a picture of you zippy with a thumbs up and it says hero of orum approved also raider of the baroga spire approved i heard about the spire man that's that's it nuts i i don't know what you did there but that's really awesome 
Uh, I'm speechless. Well, you don't need to be speechless. Uh, you must have approved these, right? <laughs> Man, you must you must hang out with Lou all the time. What's he like? Besides, you know, the stories and stuff. Uh, I just look up and off into the distance and I'm still speechless. <laughs> well, you keep looking at that. I'm going to hand out some pamphlets and get some signatures, okay? Hey, everybody, let's do this. Who wants in? And people are like yelling and screaming and being like, yeah, I want ammo. And Zippy just looks up at the sky, speechless, that he is now the new face of the next brand, the next evolution of the ammo company. And that's where we're going to end the episode.